welcome to Wigging Out. Um, EJ. Yes. After last week's disappointing film of short stories. Yes. I've been really daydreaming about meeting an expert in short stories. Yeah, um, I'd love to. Actually, if anything, I've been daydreaming about adopting a writer. Oh, oh, that would be interesting. We don't have enough. We don't have enough people here with us. That's true. But I contacted an agency, mm-hmm. and they put me in contact with Nicole Henriksen, who mm. is, and they are like a critically acclaimed writer and theatre maker. Critically acclaimed. Yeah, so we don't need to have like any achievements now if we adopt this person Amazing. because they will live our dreams for us. Oh wow! Okay, I'm so on board with this. What a great idea. Um, but first they want to get to know us, and we want to get to know them. Oh, that's but, the agency. I'm, I'm kind of on board as it is. Like, we... well, we ask them. Okay. Um, yeah. Nicole, they get a choice. Are you here? Hello. Good evening. Good morning. And good night. Oh, hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. The adoption Um, was successful and I'm here now. Oh. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm so excited. So, so excited. Um, Is there any room, like, colour you want or any toys you want or anything we can do to be good parents? Um, You know, maybe a little pat on the head from time to time. Um, Encouraging feedback. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then maybe just like a giant purple stuffed elephant, if you can get that. Yeah. Can you get that? Oh, we have one already. That's oh, so fantastic. convenient. Great. It's like it's meant to That's... be. Oh, wow. It, it is meant to be. Thank you so much. Yeah. It is big, though, because I was looking for like 40 foot tall. Oh. Is that? Um, okay. You don't have that yeah. on well, deck? We're, we're just we'll stuff. We're putting yeah. more stuffing in yeah. the elephant. Um, Please, if you can. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh. Uh, I'm happy to pat your head, but only if um, you wear the wig that we sent you. I've got it on right now. As gift. I know. I, wow. You mm. look great in it. Um, well, today, Nicole is wearing a wig that um, is essentially a mahogany hat, mm-hmm. but carved in the shape of a straight bob. Oh, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. It it frames your face perfectly. I varnished it a lot. It's probably still wet, so please don't huff the fumes too much. That's good parenting advice. Yeah, a little bit. I'll stop that. Keeps it exciting. Yeah, okay. Um, Because I've had a little sample, so now I'll kind of wean off it for now. Yeah. Excellent. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can do it again in an hour or so. Great. I'll Um, set a timer right now. As our new child, we just want to see if you can describe our wig this isn't a test or anything but it would be just good to see if you could describe our wigs fantastic great i hear that it is not a test but i will still be looking to ace the test regardless of whether or not it's a real test just so everyone knows what i'm about um i'm about winning sure yeah 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 about winning and acing the test um and of course your wig as everyone knows because everyone can obviously see it here in the great podcasting medium that is um your wig is half orange and half cyan uh and it's floor length uh tattered uh braids it's kind of a mess um and also there's sort of bits sticking up bits sticking down there's beads um there's sort of birds living in either sides and uh also a small 
rabbit just like at the back as of course everyone can know and it just kind of cascades down both of your shoulders to the ground surrounding you almost like a sort of wonderful majestical being of its own but of course it is not sentient it is a wig that was beautiful that was beautiful thank you for describing our wig in such a Mm -hmm. wonderful way we actually just quickly picked this one up at the supermarket we didn't put much effort into this one. Yeah, this was kind of a last-minute thing. But uh, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it, too. I love it. Thank you for wearing it. Anytime. Thank you. I'm glad I'm glad we're being good role models for you. It's really wonderful. Um, wow, this daydream has really come true for me. Me, too. Um, Your daydream is my reality. But, Ugh. hey, you're... The agency told us that you're a bit of an expert in daydreaming, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I've done a few daydreamings in my day. Um, may or may not have compiled them into an ebook of flash fiction. Don't know if you've maybe heard about that at all. Well, the agency sent us some samples of the text. We didn't realize it was a book. But now we do. We're definitely going to buy it at... Um... Where can we buy it? Um, it's on Gumroad, which is a fantastic website because they only take um, a very small percentage of the uh, the cut, whereas some places takes you know quite a lot. So it's something where I'm able to put it up for five US dollars, and then I'm able to receive four dollars and twenty five US cents of that. So they only take a small amount, which is pretty great. Wow, you mean you get paid for your art, and it's not taken by corporations? I know it's kind of amazing. What can I say? Bit of a new wave thing. Mm. Wow. You're doing way better than us. I mean, I do my best. You know, I want to do better than my parents and then my children will do better than me. And that's kind of the progression of things that we hope for, right? Yeah, that's true. Very deep. Very deep. Very true. And I'm glad you're making... That that sweet four pound four dollars and twenty five cents will really help us put into put us in a home when we're old and dithering. That's true. Although by then the U.S. dollar will be meaningless. Yeah, that's true. I better convert it to Bitcoin soon enough so that we can avoid that. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Call. Um, and also now you are our child. I should tell you that uh, my genes have a history of dementia. Diabetes, cancer, kidnapping. and... Kidnapping as well, right? Well, that's not a gene thing, that's a behavioural thing. But yes, kidnapping as well. Mm. Great, great. I feel like you've missed some out there. We can't sort of get some more diseases going, or no? Well, I'll try and contract some. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, I, I can't wait to buy your book and support our child. But talking of daydreaming... Mm-hmm. Because all of us have been. I'm sure Kristen Wiig, our god, by the way, you must be part of our religion of Kristen Wiig. You cannot be free thinking. Why would I think for myself? That's silly. Excellent. This is just perfect. Mm, Thank you. I knew knew they were meant to be. As as we've been watching, we've been watching lots of Kristen Wiig films. And we've been seeing her as a comedic actress. But really, I feel like she's been daydreaming to be... A lifetime movie actress. I agree. And yeah. This film. True calling in life. Yeah, this film, she finally got to answer that calling with the film A Deadly Adoption. 
where she's uh, playing a character called Sarah Benson. Okay. EJ, what are you expecting from Kristen in this role as Sarah Benson? I Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Kristen is adopted. I'm hoping that she goes on a spree and ends up murdering everyone in her town. Great. Yeah, that sounds good. It's not um, related to the adoption. It's just coincidence. I'm expecting Kristen to um, just be a bank teller. Oh. And oh. there's no... The adoption is of a new federal law. Okay. And it's deadly to a lot of citizens. Oh. Um, well, that that would be a different role than what we've seen her in before, so that would be nice. Nicole, are you expecting any from, anything from Kristen Wiig? Yeah, I mean, I was hoping that this would be part claymation, part animation, part live action, and it would sort of be a fantastical world in which the very concept of Deadly is examined by various different viewpoints and frames of view, points of view. And then at the end, we kind of don't really know if anything happened or not. There's just like a lot of information that we're given. There's no plot, um, but just fantastic acting by Kristen Wiig. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Oh, that sounds like life. That actually sounds like the perfect Kristen Wiig movie where we don't have a plot because normally the plots are bad. Yeah. Who needs a plot when you have Kristen Wiig? So right. You really are a child. So right. (laughs) Oh, God, I... Never felt so connected to a a child of ours before. Oh, yay. Me too. I feel like this is great. That's great. Um, Also, another rule is never to mention your siblings. Um, Never. We don't talk about them anymore. I kind of forgot about them. Okay, well, Nicole, let's let's have family time together and watch the film A Deadly Adoption. Fantastic. Please pause the current podcast you're listening to and insert the movie Laserdisc. Once finished with the film, please return to this prestigious podcast. Welcome back to Wigging Out. What a film. We just watched the most emotional, moving film I've ever seen. As new parents. Oh, God. As new, as new parents, it was absolutely heart-wrenching. Um, Nicole, I just want to say we would never let anything like that happen to you. No, never. I really appreciate that um, because, you know, I don't ever want anything to come between us. You know, especially not involving a boat or any type of gun violence or any type of deadly adoption at all. No, I'm 100% against boats. We don't do boats. No, never. Never. Never have we done You give up your boat freedom entering this family. That's fair Um, enough. I've always hated boats. Oh, good. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, EJ, would you like to synopsize the film? I'd love to. I'm sorry if I get choked up in the midst of the synopsis. It was it was a lot. Uh, Very it was emotional. A lot to handle. Mm. Um, yeah. So okay, let's see. Where do we start? So, I mean, fade in on what's a a a, a child's birthday, and um, this child is is one, and Kristen Wiig 
plays Sarah, and she is six months pregnant, and she, boy, she really wants to stand on a dock. So, Will Ferrell, who plays Robert, her husband, in this happy, picturesque town, he's like, oh, honey, the, the dock is, is, is rotted, don't stand on the dock, and she's, she's just determined to stand on it, and then all of a sudden, the dock breaks, because it's, because it's rotted, and she hits her head and falls in the water, and it's a horrible accident, and she loses the child, and it's, it's heart-wrenching. He, he's screaming at her to breathe, and holding her nose, and she, oh, it's a lot. Anyway, cut to five years later, their original child is now presumably six, and, um, she is, has the appearance of uh, about a ten-year-old, so it, it's, she's aged a lot in the tragedy that she's, that she's witnessed as well. Also, when Kristen Wiig gives birth, mm. um, Kristen Wiig gives birth to the best babies. They That's age true. rapidly. That's true. They're very small. We've known this. Natural cyclists. Throughout her films, she's frequently pregnant. Um, and anyway, so, something is up. They really want another kid, so they say, why don't we adopt? And uh, some girl comes to their house, and she's like, hey, I'm pregnant. And they're like, hey, you look like you have good genes, because we just think so. And so they're like, why don't you stay with us? Because, uh, well, plot. And uh, she decides to stay with them, and it's, boy, it's suspicious. There's a lot of suspenseful strings. A lot. And um, there's also a gay man, and as part of the gay agenda, pushing forward organic, gluten-free items that he and Kristen Wiig sell. It's the main part of yeah. what we're trying to achieve. Reinforcing. Reinforcing that gay agenda. Um, so, shout out to that representation of a white gay man. And um, further in, lots of lots of stalling happens in this second act. Uh, this girl is flirting with Robert, even though she's pregnant and even though he's married and it's awkward. And, uh, she's also up to no good with some other guy. And boy, it's suspicious. The strings tell us so. And Charlie is suspicious and he's not acting upon it. And then it all kicks off and they kidnap the girl and, uh, everyone gets shot but everyone's fine, except for Charlie who gets shot in the head. And... There's a cabin involved, and also this girl has diabetes, so she's, like, sick or something. So there's drama there. Oh, and the original pregnant girl is not pregnant, which I, would, I have to say I did call that, I believe. And she slept with Will Ferrell on one of his wild and crazy uh, financial book tours, because he writes books about finances, and... As you would imagine, the after parties get crazy. So they slept together. So, there's something there. It's really a lot. A lot happens at the end. Everything we thought would happen did happen. And it's an absolutely heart-wrenching ending when they all jump off a bridge and live. Beautiful stuff. Wow. It was a lot. I, it was, it was, I just, I feel, I feel different than I did before I watched it. Hearing that synopsis was like living it all over again. Yeah, I'm sorry I've put you guys through that emotional trauma again, but I just feel like we all have to heal from this now. 
as a family. Yeah. It's very important as a family that we connect over this shared experience of such an emotional roller coaster of a film with such realistic plot devices and such well-timed strings, as you said, those suspenseful strings letting us, the audience, as a family, understand what is suspenseful and what is just regular dialogue. Yeah. What did you think of the film in general, Nicole? I feel like my life has begun. Now that I've witnessed this film, I can go forth into the world a new human being, a better human being, more enlightened, more educated, um, much more adept at reading the room and understanding when things are suspenseful. Are there strings playing? Perhaps it's a suspenseful moment because of those strings playing, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Should I stay away from rotten decks? Probably, because my husband, Will Ferrell, won't like that, and that's really important for me to remember. Yeah, you need to make sure you're always pleasing your husband, Will Ferrell. That's uh, Mm. something we can all take from this film. I have a question for us all. Mm. Can, Can you guys recall the first time you ever saw Legs? Because Will Ferrell has a big reaction when... Because obviously he's never seen legs, because Kristen Wiig always wears overalls and dungarees. But then the first time he finally sees a pair of legs, Mm. which I don't think I've ever seen a pair until this movie. Mm. Um, But have you two seen legs before? I've never seen legs. I've never seen legs because I'm a, you know, a Christian Wiig honouring... Um, Church of Kristen Wiig attending chaste human being. I'm not one to look at salacious body parts like legs, like some sort of heathen, you know? I'm the sort of person that upholds good moral values, like not looking at legs because they're a salacious. Mm, a wig. Um, well, this is awkward because now I feel like I need to confess something to you guys um i oh. already confessed this to uh kristen wig on twitter um that's like my form of uh of confession but i i have i have accidentally seen legs once <gasps> for um i glanced at a poster once when i was walking a- across the road and there was legs in it and i closed my eyes and i almost got hit by a car but it was worth it because i didn't want to see the legs that were in front of me and um i i did catch a glimpse but i uh i have since been uh trying to repent and um well you're you're walk again wig wigger now i i i am yeah i, I am <laughs> um but yeah i uh i just i want to get that off my chest so thanks for your support there it's a trying time, you know, and I really appreciate you confessing that because that was pretty heavy stuff to have Thank seen you. legs before. Oof. Yeah, it was a lot. I think about it a lot. Yeah. Understandably. Thank you. Yeah. For that confession. Yeah. You've this set a good example. This is an emotional episode, you guys. This mm. is a lot. Yeah, I'm getting very emotional. A wig. Hey, wig. wig. Nicole, it's okay. Like, you can... We're here for you. As As parents, we're always going to be supportive. Nicole, we want to show interest Mm -hmm. in in our child. Just like Will Ferrell, he's having trouble writing. 
his financial economic book. You know, economic books require great amounts of poetry. Could you talk about your writing process and how difficult it is to convey emotion through words? Because we we find it very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, my work is nowhere near as poetic as Will Ferrell's work is about fiscal responsibility. I mean, goodness, and I don't have the kind of parties that he has when he's on his book tours touring books about yeah you know I'm more of a low-key person um just someone wanting to explore things like human connection intimacy the mortifying ordeal of being known the different ways that we connect with other human beings so nowhere near as salacious as talking about debt and being fiscally responsible which of course is too sexy for words really I mean I'm I'm more concerned with things like just boring old human connection and those kind of shared experiences and those moments when there's sort of a realization of um, intimacy and how much you can sort of be yourself around certain people and how there's so many factors at play when connecting but definitely not um, the kind of stuff that you would party about you know like um, those economic books which are obviously pretty hot. Yeah, I mean, we all need a starting point, though, and it sounds like you're on the right track um, in terms of, you know, starting your writing work and your writing process, and maybe eventually you will start to do a sort of, you know, an, an economic work in the future that could rival Will Ferrell's. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the oh, emotional see. support at this trying emotional time. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I know it has no economic impact. But, and to put you on the spot, but a short story of yours that has some resonance with the film might be Waking Up, the story that you wrote about waking up in this family home. Would Mm. you be willing to read that out to us so we can be the proud parents that we are? Oh my, um... I'll have to just do a little clicking through and a little filling time while I do indeed click through and find that piece. You click through and we're we're filled time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Obviously, as you mentioned, um, it is a piece called Waking Up About Waking Up, which is something that these characters do in this film. Um, Multiple occasions they wake up and are awake it's fantastic how they do that and how these actors manage to be awake during this and continue to live their lives awake. Yeah, I believed that they were awake the whole time. I mean, the director was just astonishingly good in getting them to really portray wakefulness throughout the film. A hundred percent, you know, really a, a beautiful, amazing achievement to have us, the audience, feel that truly these people are awake and this is really happening in real time. I mean, ooh, it's something to think about, absolutely, and a beautiful sentiment. A lot of films with Kristen Wiig are directed by men, and I don't think men really know how to show people being awake. Oh, I agree. I agree. 
this yeah. you can tell this was directed by a woman just from how awake they seemed. Absolutely. That's really one skill that women have that men don't. It's mm-hmm. ensuring that it looks as though their actors are fully awake at all times throughout the film. It's really remarkable to see and so refreshing as well. I'm so sick of watching films directed by men and wondering, is that actor awake? You know, it's it yeah. really distracts me through most of the running times of the vast majority of films that I watch because far too many are directed by men, unfortunately. Sad stuff. Yeah, it makes you wonder why we even let films be directed by men if we're not... I mean, I'd rather I'd rather be sure of the awake... We need more woke women telling their own stories. 100%. Yeah, woke women showing people awoke, if you will. Exactly. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, you Thank heard you. it here first. Hot take. Hot, hot. Piping hot, fresh off the presses. Truly scorching. Do watch your fingers. It's, Much yeah. like your book. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. What a fantastic segue. I do have the piece waking up in front of me here. Um, and I, I would love to read a bit for you now, my, my proud parents, if I may. Yay. Oh. Gather around, everyone. It's story time. <laughs> Pull up a chair and get a blanket. Get yourself nice and comfortable. Yeah. This is Waking Up by me, Nicole Henriksen. Hi. Sometimes I think about waking up with you. I think about the soft winter's morning light caressing your face as it tries its best to get around the blinds and into our bedroom. You look over to me and smile with a sweetness in your eyes that never loses its potency, no matter how often you show me such love. I reach a lazy hand to gently caress the side of your cheek and you close your eyes for a moment, taking in my touch. I smile back, but your closed eyes don't see me. I suspect you know all the same. I make my way to the kitchen and begin whipping up breakfast for you and your kids while you wake them up and get them dressed. The soft chatter of momentary protests from them and your patient soothing drifts into the kitchen while I press down the coffee and the smell of hash browns, vegan sausages and baked veggies swims around the room. You walk the two younger kids into the kitchen and your teenager follows, scrolling through a phone and greeting me with a grunt. We all chatter about our dreams we had, plans for the day, and your eldest shows me a funny tweet while we dig in and you cut up your youngest plate. There's a sense of chaos that would have bothered me a few years ago, but with you there and everything that you are, it feels so different. I feel a sense of peace. I'm feeling balanced and capable. I'm, dare I say, content? You wash the dishes while I get dressed, and your kids brush their teeth and grab their lunches. Among the well-oiled machine that is our morning routine, there's a moment to sneak in a hug. And so, I hold you from behind, while you stand over the sink. And I feel you dip your current dish back into the water, and lean back slightly against me. I kiss you on your shoulder before going to check your kids are ready and help your youngest get their shoes on. Looking up, you're ready to walk them to the bus stop, so I give you a swift kiss on the cheek and see you all out the door. With a soft click, a silence falls within the house, and I remember when that was all I ever wanted. How I'd long for that silence, 
walk faster and faster until I was at the door of my flat back in London. How I'd sometimes struggle with the key, and I could feel my heart race with such force that it felt as though I'd never be able to exhale. Then I'd hear the first click, letting me know the door was unlocked, and between that and the second click of it closing behind me, it was as though time stretched into a hundred embarrassing incidents, a thousand gawking stares, a million missteps and misspoken moments. And finally, that last click. It told me I was safe. I was alone. No one was looking. No one was listening. No one was judging. I could simply be. Now, that silence falls the same as helping your youngest with their shoes, as laughing at the tweet your teen showed me, as hearing about the dream your middle child had. It's all okay. I'm okay. And it's because of you. It's why your sweet smile warms my soul. Why your patience is so beautiful. Why holding you feels like home. My thoughts are broken by the sound of your phone, where I see a text from Alex about bringing your kids over a day early this week. I go into the kitchen and check our schedule for the week and see that'll be no problem. And I reply saying as much and letting Alex know it's me. You return and I call out from the kitchen. You come stand in the doorway. I offer you more coffee and fill you in about the change of our schedule. You thank me. I top off your coffee and I sit on one of the stools in the kitchen island, placing your cup next to mine. I look over and see you're still in the doorway, relaxed but observant. There's a moment of silence, both looking at each other in the clouded winter morning, and you smile as sweetly as ever. Tell me how beautiful my soul is, and approach me at the island. You take my body into your arms, and I rest my head against your chest. I run my fanned hands up your back, and you give out a soft sound of comfort, and we stay like that for a few moments. Wow. I'm so proud. Oh, I'm so Thank proud. you so much, my parents. <laughs> when when I used to imagine reading to you when you were a child stories, I imagined in that imagination that one day you would read a story to us. And I'm so glad it's come true. Wow. Thank you for that. Um, okay, well... We love you, child, but we do love Kristen Wiig more, of, of course. course. So we must give Kristen Wiig her wig hair ratings. Yes. Um, EJ, would you like to give your hair rating first? I'd love to. Um, I, I think that uh, for this film, Kristen deserves um, 500,000. Uh, no, sorry. Sorry. I need to say this number correctly. 500,607. That's what I feel is the correct amount for this level of commitment, this level of acting, this level of awakeness in the film was phenomenal start to finish. Um, and I threw in a couple more for her being pregnant from the beginning of the film. So that's my opinion. 
Um, I am going to give Kristen about uh, two million and seventy-eight, and that's because because at the end she takes down the villain and shoots her, mm. showing that we don't need cops to get justice. We just need Kristen. We just need Kristen Wiig. And so that's why she gets two million and seventy-eight wig cares from me. Okay, so incredibly true. She's truly the hero of this movie. She does come in and vanquish the baddies in style. She is awake the whole time. She is a badass. And for me, I would say that the film. I'm going to fall sort of somewhere in the middle of both of you and say the film deserves at least nine hundred and forty-seven thousand. 821 weeks at least you know it could be more it could be even more but she is truly compelling and awake and showing us that indeed we should abolish the police agreed that's a great agreed. number you've a wig a wig a wig you really really understood the scale straight away and Wow, you you made us so proud. Yeah. Parents, ah, <laughs> this is like such a beautiful moment that we're all having. Yeah, you know, a wig. I feel blessed to be connected to all of you in this time. A wig, a wig. I feel so connected too. Um, <sighs> it's so it's so beautiful. Um, oh my listeners out there, instead of tweeting at us or sending your blood like normal could you please go buy nicole our child's book nicole where where can people buy your book and support you thank you so much um first of all let me say that you can definitely send me your blood um also things like hair fingernails um maybe just scraps of clothing uh i'm on uh the social media i don't know if you heard about that at all but it's kind of yeah Have, There's quite yes. a few of the social medias. Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, okay. and Facebook. Pretty active on Twitter.com. Um, I'm at Henriksen Nicole on Twitter.com and Nicole Henriksen Theatre on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and of course, my ebook Daydreamings, a collection of flash fiction exploring connection and intimacy, is available on Gumroad. Um, there's a link to it on my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can follow me on those to keep updated and see what I'm doing. And, and you won't mind your your lame parents following you. It won't be embarrassing us following It you. could never be embarrassing my parents supporting me and following me online because how else can we see what we're talking about? It's true. And how else can you see my thirst tweets? Oh, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'd be glad to... We'll of course link you on every on every platform we have. Share all the love we have for our child. Thank um, you. We're so, just so proud. Thank you for letting us adopt you. Um, will you be will you be here for next week's film? Are you you're not going to adopt another child in the meantime? You're going to stay with me or no? No. Oh, 
Wow. (laughs) Wow. So you finally found one child that you want to stick with forever and that's me and you're going to have him back every, every week. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh my goodness. I feel so special. And, um, wow. I just, I'm feeling really emotional about it. Um, yes, of course. Of course. Um, a hundred percent. I will. And a wig goes without saying, but a wig. (laughs) A wig. Hey, Rick. That's great, because next week's film is called Unity, and I feel like we finally unified as a family unit. Yeah. We really have. That's true. Well, goodbye, listeners, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening and for being part of this emotional journey with us. Fare thee well, listeners. Hey, Wig. Hey, Wig. Hey, Wig. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.